139 isn't it it's fucking hell it's uh, again it's been been a what these things it's becoming little specials these these podcasts did 100 130 odd of them bosh off the belt no worries we took a bit of downtime when you had that do you remember when you had that cancer oh we took I a bit remember of, that. We took a bit of downtime for that one. Remember it well. Remember it well. And then uh, it just seems like now this is this is like a Christmas special. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. What is it? October. It's it's uh, it is the month of Oct- October. Uh, Halloween. Halloween out, month. Look out for October's Tuesdays and October's horrible times. Them. For the old sadness. October Tuesdays? Just all Tuesdays in October. I fucking hate Tuesdays. Uh, do you know what? I don't know if I've said this before on here because it's been that long since we've. Like, what's that word? That's gone. I'm not even used to talking anymore. Consistency. Or consistently is the word I was looking for. It's been that long since we've consistently done weeks after weeks after weeks. I forgot what we've ever talked about ever. Sorry, man. Should we just start again? Start we, again. Should we fortnight this? Is this chapter two, chapter episode two, one? Episode. Yeah, done. That, that is what this is called. This episode's chapter two, episode one. The uh, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this, but people hate Mondays. Mondays get a bad rap. I don't like Mondays, the especially bo- uh, the Boomtown Rats. Yeah, they hated. Geldof. Geldof never met a Monday he liked. No, not not one. He woke up on a Sunday. Next day was Tuesday. Hated it. Hated Mondays. Uh, I tell you who else hated Mondays. Garfield. Well, that's measly little cat. He, the little fuck lasagna eating bastard. <laughs> he, he he didn't like Mondays at all, did he? He didn't like much. Garfield, if I'm honest. Do you know what it is? What one of my memories of childhood, right? And you, you'll probably attest to this. As a younger man. Uh, during particularly school holidays, because uh, old Mama and Papa Enterprise used to work all the time, uh, it was like me auntie would look after us. I essentially lived at me auntie's during the six weeks, and she had obviously me three cousins who were a little bit older than me, five ten year older than me, something like that. So they were all in like teenage years when I was just a young. 10, 11 year old, if you know what I mean, they were like pushing on 18, 19, and I always used to go in one of my older cousin's rooms, who later became more of a, like an older brother type character to us, but that's, by the by, it was, and he had a set of Garfield books, and I can still remember, I used to get there, and like, I used to just run upstairs to his room, because he'd be at work, and then just sit and read his Garfield, the same six Garfield books, over and over again. I can't really remember a Garfield episode or whatever. I I remember him being fat. Yeah. Miserable. Miserable. And a cat that liked lasagna. I tell you what, I've never met a human who enjoyed lasagna as much as that cat did. I I wouldn't even have a slice. Mate, I love a lasagna. Do Do you know anything I like better than a nice hot lasagna? A nice cold lasagna. Oh, you dirty bugger. Honestly, honestly, knock up a lasagna, right? And I do a fairly good lasagna. No, not for me. Because I like to integrate uh, parma ham. I put parma, not not parma ham, prosciutto. Yeah. I put prosciutto in the mince, right? So that's that's in there. And then I'll put a a bit of... uh, Bit of the that same that it's it's prosciutto the weird bit, really thin bacon that you don't have to cook. That's essentially the way I look at it. Or is that parma ham? Bit of both, both Parmesan and prosciutto. It's like different. I know, I know what it is when I look at it in the shop, because it looks like really thin bacon you don't cook. Right. And I layer that. Sandwich. I layer that on top of my lasagna when I'm cooking it, so you get a crispy, really thin bacon on the top. I made a good uh, prosciutto. Prosciutto is that the word? Yeah, must be. I think you pronounce it prosciutto. So I got some nice bread, some right. good sourdough. That's the key to any fucking sandwich, right? Go, oh, it's got to be good bread, good bread. Bit of that, all raveled up. Enough of it, though. You need a, just enough. Touch of olive oil, just a touch. Oh, you fucking filthy animal! You just need a little bit. Some rocket. You Mediterranean cunt. Good bit of cheese. Right. What kind of cheese we're talking about? Baby bells. Smushed. Whatever you got in the kitchen, but not now. Now weird. 
You didn't, you didn't want a gun too much. You didn't the want a is, gorgonzola on us. Your, che- your cheese is just like, just to compliment the the meat, I think. <laughs> but you've got you've got to sign it off with a bit of a pesto. So- <laughs> just a bit of pesto sign in the top. Sign it off. Just a bit of pesto instead of putting any butter or none of that fucking nonsense in. A bit of pesto on. Oh. It's great sandwich. It sounds like a good sandwich, do you know that? Yeah. Like, I do a good sandwich, right? Good bread. So, like, Warburton's toasty, right? Warburton's oh. toasty. Thicken it with curry gold, right? Salad cream. Oh, you've lost me. Then another bit of bread, thickly buttered, on top of it. <laughs> salad cream sandwich. That's fucking absolutely... <laughs> I'm only lying. Poverty. I haven't... Oh, that's fucking the poverty line. I call it the poverty line sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I call hash- it the poverty line salad sandwich. The hashtag what is your uh, beverage, beverage this week? week? I've even forgot our features. This week I'm on a hashtag Brewdog Lost Lager, a dry hopped pilsner, coming in at 4.7%. No, I didn't really ever think I'd be a lager drinker again after discovering the the veritable smorgasbord of flavours. And depth of flavours that you can get from a, a fine craft ale. I uh, I never thought I'd go back to lager, but this is a fucking tasty lager, like. And it wasn't until we had a sit down with the you know the the Vox lads. Yeah. It was Steve from Vox explaining to us that lager is one of the hardest things to do right, which I would have mm. thought was, I would have thought lager the amount of fucking pure volume that like fosters in that churn. Yeah, I would have thought it'd be a piss easy thing to me. If you think like. Like lager and well, any sort of big company, big manufacturer, who does something consistent, gets the same taste every time when they're making something. That blows my mind. So fucking, it's an art, is what that is. I mean, I think I watched something weird the other. Day. I caught a bit of something the other day on the telly. It was Snap Wars or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> so they try, they try to replicate something. So they were like trying. A different thing they, were, every week. they were trying to replicate a Whopper. Mm-hmm. So they had like these two Michelin star chefs trying to replicate a Whopper, and they they they, they found it really hard. They didn't know how to get the bun right. They didn't know how to get the the patty right. Even Aye. though it was just meat, it was pretty basic. They couldn't get the flavors right. And it wasn't because there was loads of additives or anything like that. It was pretty Aye. basic. It was just they were like. Holy shit! How do you consistently get this mm. same flavour all the time? And that's I think that's quite hard, especially in beers and stuff. Because over the years, we've seen uh, fucking any brew dog like I brew dogs. They fucking they, they mix it up now and again, and uh, it's like I I can't remember if I messaged you or not, but I recently bought a four pack of Elvis juice. It was before I. Trimmed down a bit. Yeah, I don't know if you right. noticed. I'm looking a lot trimmer than I was. I, yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. a lot trimmer than I was. Oh, you but got you got one of them sucky in suits on. <laughs> I, I've essentially what the Americans refer to as Saran wrap. Spunks. Call it cling film like the rest of us, will you? You mad bastards! I've cling filmed myself. If at some point during the day or the evening I keel over, it's pure heat thing. Spawn your Vox t-shirt, which I'm is very a nice well. Vox t-shirt. I uh, I tumble dried it by accident. So the law goes cracked a bit, so I'm kind of disappointed in myself. Ah, that's alright, man. I wash everything inside out. I wash everything inside out, so I didn't see the Vox logo on it, and I thought it was just a gym t-shirt, so I hoid it in with a fucking tumble, didn't I? Ugh. Luckily, Marish. luckily I've trimmed down, because so otherwise fits. I would look like a fucking overstuffed sausage in this t-shirt right now. I'd look like five pound of shit in a three pound bag. <laughs> that's what I'd look like. Awful. <laughs> Absolutely awful. But I had bought this fucking pack of Elvis juice, four pack of Elvis juice, and it was absolutely fucking sublime. Really? Like the like I've always been a huge advocate of Elvis juice, and this was fucking next level. I think that I sickened myself with it. I spent a long time off it. I must admit. Anyway, hashtag what you're drinking, Liam, because uh, that can art this is week. doing all sorts to me. Well, can you remember like a long, well, about hundred episodes ago? We were looking out for some beers, and we were, for the life of us, we couldn't get hold of Anarchy Brews uh, Anti-Venom. It won all the awards, didn't it? It won Best IPA, blah, 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 all this sort of stuff. Anyway, we're, 
this they've they've kind of reinvented themselves into a bigger can. So they they used to be in the three thirty. Now they're in the four forty, and they've got some fucking fancy ass can art. Um, it's got this like snake on the front with some eyeballing. It's very some snake eyeballs. It's like fucking metallic. It's pretty good. So yeah, it's gonna be Andy a Venom. healthy addition to the stick about that. Like IPA, it's what six percent, pretty standard sort of beverage. Now, then, it wasn't, because they weren't nah. that easy to come by, but... I remember that that time when we were trying to find Anti-Venom, for fucking weeks we were trying to find Anti-Venom, and we couldn't get it, because every, every company was after it, because it won the award for best IPA, so we couldn't get it. Uh, we eventually did, but I remember fucking stumbling into Lane 7, the boutique bowling alley in uh, Newcastle, I stumbled into there, and I had a fridge full of it, I was like... They fucking wonder I can't get any venom anyway. These fuckers have bought every can ever made. So it's good. Still good beverage. Still holds its own like. So still got it. Yes. Still got I've it. I got it from um Central Central Station mm. in Newcastle. There's a little It's a hidden little gem that's there's like. a little place in there and they've got the, I was in what a while ago and there wasn't there wasn't much choice. They repeated a lot of the bees and I was mm. like, oh shit. And then went in the other day. They had fucking everything, loads, and it was all local, pretty much. Aye. They've got sections, so they've got a Durham section. Aye. They've got a Aye, Northumberland. Nice. They've got a Newcastle. Um, Obviously, Anarchy is, is based Newcastle, isn't it? They sold some Vox stuff in there as well. Aye. They had Alter Ego in, and we need to we need to reach out to them Vox lads because I'm still waiting on word of kicks like a meal coming to cans where I can get my hands on some. I'm sure it'll be in the in the, in. In the works. The works. So I'll reach out. It's a lot of work. I'll reach out to the Vox lads and see if I can get up bloody hell it. it doesn't half kick like a fucking mule, that shit. Ah, I love that. Bloody loved it. A two thirds of that. Ah, aye. Two thirds of that and I'm looking at the back of my eye. <laughs> but back of my head. Exploring the back of your skull with your eyeballs. So yeah, good. Good beverage. Good beverage all round. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to putting this in the sticker book. Did you see uh, that one of the beautiful bastards is also doing a sticker book? Well, I'm almost yes. certain we've spoke about this before. Young, uh, a young gentleman, a fine young gentleman of uh, distinguished uh, character who goes by the name of Joe, is is also doing a, a cannot his, sticker book. Yeah, it's and it's it's a great. it's a thing it's of beauty. Like, it's a thing of beauty. I'll give him that. I'm a big fan of ours. But now that I've seen Joe's, I'm almost like, ah, we should have got a smaller notebook to put them in. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> I've looked at ours and there's a lot of space around ours. However, what I would point out is if we could be asked, or if we had done it as and when we were drinking them, that space would have made for excellent annotation. Yes. Tasting notes, if out you like. Tens. Like out of tens and uh, like. like subtle to notes. Be, to like be fair. Electric ferret and stuff like that. I'll, I'll give. Like fucking Heineken, a ten out of ten after four pints. So oh, it depends how, like, how many deep I'm in. Yeah, that is true. I'll, I'll drink out. I tell you what, I did drink, and I need to get my hands on some more of it. Uh, I was out the other week, and I was in the town wall through Newcastle, and I'm getting on a bit. And me, I don't want to admit it, but my eyes is not what they was, Liam. Right. I, fi- I find it harder to focus on things that are probably. Seven foot away from us. Right, if it's small right, and I used to be able to nail that up, down, left, right. I had robot eyes, and I, I always prided myself so on the ocular abilities. Some, and then I was in the town wall, and I was at the bar, and I was looking in the fridge, and all I could make out was the Wylam logo on the top shelf, and I could have fuck read what beers they were. And I love Hickey the Rake. I think that's a fucking absolutely yep. amazing beer. And I said to the bar last I was like because it was kind of busy I was like look just I'll have a Wylam thinking that must all just be the same one and she's like oh well there's four different ones there and I was like oh shit <laughs> oh, that's worse than I thought I was like uh, I tell you what you choose stupid idea by the way I was like you choose so she obviously give us the most expensive one yeah obviously but it was um, moonwalking in a daydream or something I, I put a picture of it on the gram yeah Absolutely fucking sublime. What was it? 
It was a it was an IPA for like a fruity sort of IPA. It was like a citrusy more than fruity. It was absolutely unreal. Did knock the percentage out. I like was it was 7% a kind of hefty percentage oh. on it, like four forty can quite a hefty percent. But after a couple of them, I'd spent like eighteen quid, so like two like eight pound odd. Jeez, man. Well, so, like, to be fair, me. like if you went in a shop, it was about six. Uh, it's gonna be about six quid. Mm-hmm. But bloody but, hell, they're expensive these beverages. But I think that's what you pay for what you get, don't you? Do you wanna? Do you want I mean, just a nice beer? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm four not, quid a pint. Do you want these, something that's got like another level of taste to it? You're gonna pay more. Yeah, I suppose we just like. It's like, do I want to buy a tin of tuna? I alright, no bothers. Sixty pence a can. Do I want to buy smoked fucking Norwegian salmon? I'm not paying sixty pence. True. Do you know what I mean? These, we're not sitting trying to get fucked up. If we mm-hmm. if we were, I'd be drinking half a litre of vodka. Mm-hmm. This isn't, yeah. So yeah. Hi, hi. To uh, get into why the hell we we did that amazing horror trailer announcing the comeback, the the return of the kings, and then we just fucked off again for another couple of weeks. Why, why, hi. Well, it's just, just timing, isn't it? It was timing. timing. We came back at the wrong time because the the social calendars. You fucked off to Milan. And then you came back from Milan, and then I fucked off to Prague. Well, so it was. Just got to get them last minute orders in. Get you? them in. Get them in. I tell you what, squeeze them off. Blew my mind. Obviously, you've been in Prague, I. Yep. The average temperature for Prague this time of year, as told to me, by I believe you call them Pragians. <laughs> Shut up, man. People who live in Prague. Fuck off, Pragians. <laughs> Liar. Pragwans. <laughs> Pragwan. <laughs> Pragwans. So one of the Pragwans told us, uh, "I it was this time of year it should be between naught and five degrees. Twenty-four degrees, Liam. Twenty-four degrees later. They told us they were having an Indian summer. This is an Indian summer. You're putting a fancy name on climate change here. That's what it is. Climate change. The I think the whole thing of like." Europe now it's bloody boiling mm. bloody boiling right mm-hmm. now I tell you what there's only us freezing our fucking tits off over here it's been pissing down all day uh-huh. we're, we're on the shit end of climate change we really are we're the ones who get the floods <laughs> fucking floods and put your heating on early mm. my heating's well and truly on now like I've got a, did I tell you I had a haunted boiler well I d- <laughs> I wonder if there's anyone thinking about buying you on this. Well, if anybody does buy me house, because it's currently up for sale, there's a. Well, I I, I mean, I see a haunted boiler, I will also describe it as a voodoo boiler, if you you like. You did. That that was one of the standout things uh, about the house, that you you said your boiler was running on voodoo. My boiler (laughs) runs on voodoo, I. It does only boiler runs on pure voodoo. I don't know if anybody knows the basic principles of a combi boiler, right? A boiler in a central heating system is pressurised. So you've got pressure in your boiler. And you should have two bars of pressure in your boiler. There are thereabouts, right? There might be some heating engineers who listen to this podcast who say this lad's obviously talking shite. Doesn't give a question everything. Again, it comes back to question everything. But all I know is your boiler should run between 1.5 and 2.5 bars of pressure. It's a pressurised system to give you hot water through your sound leading system. My boiler runs on zero bars of pressure, <laughs> still still manages to put the central heating on in every room in the house and give us hot water. Sweet. Everybody I talk to thinks I'm lying. They're like, you obviously have got no idea how a boiler works or you're looking at the wrong thing. I'm like, excuse me, sir. I'm a 35-year-old man. I've got a base knowledge of how boilers work. <laughs> Uh, fucking, and no one to ring the guy. And after a fact, my boiler runs on voodoo. <laughs> Pure voodoo. <laughs> it's not that cut shit that you're getting from anywhere else where it's been mixed with, I don't know, Catholicism. It's pure the voodoo. Actual voodoo. Actual voodoo powers that boiler. It's nice. I like it. How's, uh, how's the 40s coming along? I'm, uh, I should definitely fucking well, touch on that. Let's jump into that. So, the challenge, the hashtag 40 for 40... Right, 
So we we said on the last episode, in a, a drunken fucking ramblings, that 40 for 40 was a good idea. It actually started as 40 before 40, so 40 of everything every day up until you're 40. In the sober light of day, I don't want to do 40 of everything every day for the next five years. Right, I could, like... They, for now, this is, this is like, yes, I'm in. Aye. I'm great. I could, because they give you a good boost. Neither do I. And, like, when we've, like, sort of started getting into it and going to the gym, and we're like, right, so we've now discovered that 40s are a bloody excellent warm-up for whatever perfect, else you're going to do. Perfect warm-up. Absolutely amazing warm-up. Start of every gym session, we'll do the 40s. So you get your 40s in on the day and you're still getting your gym session done. When I'm not at the gym, because I've been doing, I don't know if you've noticed this little device here. I, I have, I didn't want to question it because it looks weird as it's well. a, That is a laptop dock. Weird. That's uh, so I can plug my work laptop into there and I can work on these big screens instead of working on a small laptop screen. I've been working from home quite a lot, which eats into me. Uh, it sort of degrades the work-life balance a little when you work like your normal 7 till 5 shift, <laughs> which is not a normal <laughs> shift, by the way. But you work a 7 till 5 shift, and then you come home, and then you have three eggs scrambled on half a bagel because you're trying to lose weight, and then you work from... Six till half ten on a night as well. It's not a great work-life balance, but uh, when I'm doing, when I'm working from there, when I get downtime there, when it's pr- when I'm, whatever I'm doing is like processing, I just do forty, and then I get back up and I will do the next bit. Then I get down and I'll do another forty, and then See, I, 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 I manage to get them done in the house as well. If I'm going to the gym that day, hundred percent fine, I'm in. However, I'm like a day and a bit behind, so. Um, so you're gonna like, like rattle. So I'm gonna rattle, rattle out me eighty. Well, so let me let me show you this, Liam. This right here is the calendar I've been using to trap me forties. So it's uh, it's a Batman calendar from the the United States of America. It was brought back as a gift. It's a beautiful calendar. It's a lovely calendar. You can't really see the full thing of it. I'm but like the previous month. It's nice. supposed to hang like that. So it's got covers from like classic Batman comic editions. But anyway, we started on the 7th, so I write 40 for everyone I do, uh, and you'll see I've missed a day here, which is when I was in Prague. on on Columbus Day. I missed Columbus Day. I didn't do 40s on Columbus Day. However, I had a very good reason, Liam. Far be it from me to talk about bodily functions, but obviously I was in Prague. I don't know... Have you ever been to Prague? Go. It's great. I love Prague. I absolutely love Prague. Good beers. Weird food, strange really weird people. Food. Pra- Prague ones. The Prague ones are quite a rude people, if I'm honest. Fucking. <laughs> 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 if you're thinking about going to Prague, go somewhere else. Then if you're going to go to Prague, Milan. <laughs> if you're going to go to Prague, just don't expect people to be nice to you. That's all. That's all. They're not going to be ne- essentially nasty to you. They're just not going to be really nice well, to you. you. They're going to be very snatchy. I think, to be honest, you went at a terrible time. I went at fair. a really bad time. I went at a time when they heard my English accent that automatically, whatever I asked for, they either snatched the money from my hand or threw the change at us. But it was because, fucking serendipitously, I didn't even give it too much thought, I booked to go to Prague the same time England were playing the Czech Republic in the Czech Republic it's at the Spartan Stadium, time. which is like fucking... It's probably like a mile outside the city, so it's not even that far. Uh, and th- when I got there, I bore witness to the riots that was in the square. Like, two, two, obviously, you know, the restaurants, like, rent space of the square. So they've got all the tables outside. Two of them just got bulldozed. Uh, full-on tasers, bats, riot shields, f- like, full-on, like, end-of-the-world-type Mad Max scenario. And while all this has gone on... There's two blokes dressed as a giant gorilla in a giant polar bear in giant inflatable suits. A man who's painted himself entirely silver passed out because he'd been standing... <laughs> <laughs> he'd painted himself entirely silver and he stood not moving for probably eight hours. And then by the end of the day, because he hadn't drank one out, and obviously it was 24 degrees. <laughs> so it was like that whole myth. Of the- <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> so one of them guys who like puts his box down, so like... you. You go and put money in because uh, he's all silver. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Re- 
freely still, mm-hmm. he's fucking passed out. He passed out. <laughs> <laughs> he dropped in the middle of the fucking square. <laughs> it was kind of, I mean, I'm laughing now because luckily I know he's alright because I saw him back the next day. And this part of us was like, wait, has he actually passed out or is this just... Is this just a plot to get more money so people feel sorry for him? But he'd been standing perfectly still well, for that, seven a, hours. That's a problem. Have you ever been um, the fucking the march like the on uh, Poppy Day, the old Poppy Day march? I I haven't. Like so, I'm so aware of it. Soldiers bro. like march around, like uh, they don't walk. They don't walk anywhere. They march. This like everybody should marching everywhere. I found myself marching back to the car, <laughs> just fucking marching up and down, like bloody infectious marching. Just, just, <laughs> just. <laughs> Protestants don't march. Catholics, <laughs> Catholics walk. Protestants march. But like, it was, yeah. They, so I was standing watching them one day, and and. Pfft, just started dropping like flies, just falling over. Yeah. Just because they're not doing anything. When you're standing up straight, like up it's it's incredibly hard apparently. But this and fucking you, you pass out all the time. This fella when you paint yourself silver, right, there's a myth <laughs> there's a myth surrounding a Bond girl who apparently died filming a Bond film and I can't quite remember what the film was. Me film knowledge has failed us here. But she was, I think she was painted entirely gold, which leads us to believe it was Goldfinger. Gold, yeah. So apparently she died because when you cover the entire body in a in a non-breathable <laughs> like paint, your pores can't breathe and you can't sweat and you overheat and you can die. I don't know if that's actually true. We question everything. Somebody can get in touch and tell us if that Bond girl died or not. But the so the story goes, she painted that top of the toe, didn't really give it much thought. She died. This guy, in 24 degree heat, painted entirely silver. Not in, probably, probably not. But he still had like three layers of silver clothes on. So I'd imagine he was hot as fuck anyway. Adding the textures, adding Aye, the gold, he was the adding the layering. Textures. You know what I mean, he's fucking layering in pure silver clothing. I uh, just passed out in the middle of the square. That's fucking class, that you know. And I tell you what, that giant inflatable fucking gorilla in the panda that did fuck all about it. They just watched him collapse and just stood there. Why? I mean, I mean, oh, yeah, there should be like some sort of street performers guild. You know what I mean? It's gotta be. Help a brother out. Gotta, gotta wash, wash. Why are you looking at me? Think there's one down. Right, more money for me. Class. Speaking of street performers, obviously I saw. The likes of these two giant inflatables, who must have earned a fucking mint, because the, the, it was a suit that you stood in, and then in the feet was, like, the, the blowers the, the that inflate that in, yeah. the suit. And the, the suit stood probably probably about ten foot tall. Big fucking things. Uh, that w- They were alright. I mean, they didn't do anything. They literally just stood so you could take photos of them. I thought, kind of shit. The guy painted silver. Again, if you if you sort of like if you can appreciate a man who can stand perfectly still for eight hours, like, probably it's right up the off street. Get a deck chair. You can sit there and just watch them. There was two that were a double act who painted the cell gold, but they didn't stand perfectly still. They moved like robots, and then made weird robot noises with the mouth. Quite impressive. I still don't know. I tried obviously when I was back at the hotel and I was alone. I was like. Trying to do the noises that he was making. I was like, oh, the fucking... He must have had a reed in his teeth. So he was... Uh, so he would make these weird noises. Uh, they were alright. I saw a couple of like street magicians, you know, when they've got like the flaming torches and the fucking machetes and that, and they're yeah. juggling while they're balancing on shit. They were decent. I also saw a young boy, probably about 19, in what can only be described as a very poor... Halloween outfit walking around making odd noises at people and he had a picnic basket that he was telling you to put money in but he didn't do anything he just walked around bothering people not even making like crazy robot noises where you must have something in your mouth to do it he was just walking up people and going (laughs) making these fucking crazy noises and I was like you want me to give you money for this are you fucking mental? <laughs> Your outfit is absolutely dog shit. 
Put Maybe some that's effort. That's what saving up for. <laughs> Put some effort act. in the album. What's your act? What's your act? You're not standing still. You're not in a giant inflatable. You haven't set one thing on fire. <laughs> fucking idiot. I saw it was fucking. Uh, I had a really good time, but the day, the day, of the forties, I missed. Was because I know when we talk about going away, and everybody says, "Oh, you go away, uh, immerse yourself in the place you're in." So, live like them, and particularly eat like them and drink like them. So you get like the authentic the, the experience. Full, the full experience. Try the foods of the world, and I've always said no, because of the storied battle of IBS. Obviously. Obviously. This time I thought, fuck it, throw caution to the wind. I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna eat like a Prague one, and I'm gonna drink like a Prague one. And I'm going to walk 27 mile in two days. <laughs> I clocked my steps. 27 uh, mile I walked in two days. You did, that's the thing. Like, if, you, if you're if you not a holiday person who goes to cities, just get ready. Get If you ever do, you're going to walk your fucking little balls off. You, just, I, you, you walk everywhere. You just walk everywhere. Well, especially if it's like an, an ancient city. Not ancient. I'm not talking like ancient Greece and that. But when it's an old city, yeah. like fucking, I don't even know what year Prague was built. I don't know. Prague ones would tell you. The Prague ones would have told us. The one of the Prague ones told us about the um, the end of communism. Because yeah. I was looking all hour. Do you know what I love when you go into like a city like that? I love a retro shop. Like retro games and retro comics and books and that and like like all that kind of shit like retro. Uh, not a single one to be found <laughs> in Prague. Not a single oh, you one. Oh, you're You couldn't find it's any retro fucking... shit because everything is communist as fuck. Well, that's what it was. In the time when all these things that have since become retro, like Famicoms or like classic and rare. Game Boys or shit like that, you know what I mean? Like old SNES games and stuff like that. that you often find in these retro shops. Like, during the time when they weren't retro, they were current. Prague was communist, so nothing got in. None of that shit got in. <laughs> so there's nothing there to become yeah, retro. I fucking sneak off into the back lane of someone's huh? back lane, down, a, down an alley. To buy a branded pair of shoes. Right. Like, had, like, and then you couldn't wear them outside. They had like speakeasies for fucking Puma yeah. and that. No, yeah. Terrible times. However, good now though, isn't it? Fucking, what a city, man. Beautiful city. And here's, what, here's the thing that I appreciate more than anything. Everyone looks up when you go to Prague because the buildings are really fucking tall and they've got so much fucking character about them and then they've got obviously they've got the astronomical clock and they've got this weird Prague one Disney castle vibe going on yes and everyone's looking up look down the floor is made of probably a billion tiny brick squares crazy not like they just tarmac the full thing for ease the whole thing is probably a, a, a two and a half inch by two and a half inch tiny little brick and the whole floor is made up of them who laid that floor that's crazy. I must have took years to do one street. Probably. Probably forever. Probably still laying it now. Unbelievable. I nearly took one home as a souvenir. I nearly just prized one up and then thought, like, uh, champion. Uh, that's gonna. Champion, gonna, that'll gonna be. And then a treat in customs. I know. <laughs> uh, I got through customs without being suspected of drug use this time. Uh. Every time I go away, be it with work or be it with Gannon Holder anywhere. I'm always the fucker who gets tucked to one side and they rub them warm cotton bud things on me hand and they rub it on me shoes and they open me bag. One of them got me Nintendo Switch out and rubbed me Nintendo Switch, right? I was like, hang on a minute, if I was doing drugs, do you think I'm just going to be knocking off lines off me Nintendo Switch? Idiots. Idiots. What if I got cocaine? What if I got cocaina in one of me buttons? Do you know what I mean? What a terrible time that would be. Have you ever tried playing Octopath Traveler with a sticky button? It's not gonna work, mate. Do you know what I mean? But I didn't get I didn't get drug search this time. That's good because there's a lot of drugs in uh, 
Prague one. Prague one. When I was there, there was uh, obviously there was a couple of festivals on as well. There's Above and Beyond, and Transmission were both on like in that weekend. So I picked a belt a weekend ago. Really, there was some right footing characters about. Oh yeah, cool. I remember seeing these really weird, faceless baby statues in Prague. They were fucking creepy as out. I think that was Prague. I saw the legs that have got books for bodies. <laughs> I saw them. <laughs> I went to see the John Lennon wall, and that was closed for fucking repairs or something. I don't even know if he's been there, mate. I don't know if John Didn't, Lennon ever fucking saw it. Did, I don't think John Lennon gave a fuck about a wall in Prague. Prague. It was there. Uh, I think it's the whole. The idea. I wanted to say because I know it was the end of communism. Wasn't it? it was a it peace was, wall. Yeah. Uh, it was. So it was like it, John Lennon inspired. Um, I think when I went there, there was a guy playing guitar, and everyone was sitting around, and it was like kind of the hustle and bustle of the city. It just. Stopped for half an hour whilst I was sitting there against Aye. a graffiti wall. It was nice, yeah. but then like you've got all this because obviously I've seen pictures of the John Lennon wall and I, it was something I wanted to see like with my own eyes. But like you've got all these like it, what's fair like fairly impressive street art and it's all like loving messages of peace and like the end of communism and imagine and all that. It's all this powerful messaging. And then just locals, local Prague ones started writing like fucking Yuri fucking 2004 on it and that. Yes. Destroying it. However, this is where the the whole basis of street art and graffiti comes from. Mm. So, you go to a lot of these big cities and European cities, they're like, especially places that have been brought up with communism and all that Aye. sort of shit. They've always been repressed or like the back. They've never out. had the voice, and Aye. the only way you could have your voice in some elements of was to to write it on a wall mm. or to. So you see, some of it, a lot of it in Germany, like especially like, the, it was all kind of underground up until quite <clears throat> recently, and then you can, it kind of explodes into this massive thing. So. Yeah, it is. It's like it expression, becomes, isn't it? it's, a, it's an expression like people go out on uh-huh. a night and spray and tag or fucking just write weird messages. That's New York in the the seventies and eighties. Uh, that's where that's where it all came from because there wasn't enough. There, there wasn't wasn't enough to be said about like people who were in the like underground, kept oppressed, like sort of yeah. So, yeah, that, I t- one thing, one thing I did fucking touches is in amongst like the the top the whole wall off, but obviously the wall extends out, so it's like there's a gate just to the left of it, so that's been like sprayed, and then there's a tree just next to it, and that's been sprayed, so yeah. there's like offshoots of it that you would still see, and on one of the gates there was like a, a message to the people of Prague, um, about the end of communism from somebody in Hong Kong. It was like please, please pray for us, please send your. <laughs> I just went racist for no reason. Please, please send your, please send your prayers. Please send your prayers for the people of Hong Kong. Please, please, please. just send it all. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, that went horribly wrong. Thought you could get through one without us. One, get through one. Now it's changed. Now it's changed. Um, fucking hell. Fucking hell. It's hell on there, isn't it? Absolute hell on, like. Absolute fucking hell on. <laughs> I don't want to get to Hong Kong at all. I've got a, a a friend who's from Hong Kong. I've got a couple actually, but like one of them on put on Facebook. But the problem is when they're putting it on Facebook, it's it's about like the Hong Kong stuff. They do it with Chinese. I know there's a button where you press C translation. Never. But it never, never really right. gives the message uh, like properly. And they shared this video of a young lass in the Hong Kong riots, and she was like in the riot, and she started filming myself, and then she'd like run and hid in a shop, and then like at the end, like when I press C translation to see where it was, like she's sitting crying, videoing herself on that, and I was like touched. But when I put the volume on. I couldn't understand a fucking word she was saying. So, but it was, you could uh, feel it. Like you could, you'd, you didn't have to understand what you were saying to feel what you were saying. If you know what I mean. And then the words had like 
because uh, it was horribly translated. It was like video of the young girl before she left her body, R.I.P. I was like, oh my God, so this young lass who I'm sitting watching, before I knew what the translation was, obviously it didn't show you her fucking dying, but she's in the middle of the riots and that, crying, hiding in this shop. But then how, like, what... The, like, I don't live there, I don't understand, I don't get their whatever they're doing. But I... I've seen I've seen a couple of videos here and there, and I've seen one of a couple of like sort of older people, like trying to clear up streets and like trying to talk to people, saying why he is doing this. You like, and it I, I don't know. I feel like they've needed an excuse to 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 explode in a, it because they've been like sort of held back for so long and it, there's a younger generation where they've just went fuck this shit that's exactly what it is off it you've got the older generation and we've generation. got an excuse now because of this you've got the older generation who's like why are you doing this why 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 and you've got the younger what? generation just like y- y- have you got any idea of the life w- you've led and how everybody and else ne- all over the world yeah. lives their life who are the same age as you and the freedoms they've got so I, like, but I think I don't think that I think they're quite respectful yeah, yeah. Of people and things, and but I think I'd, I'd the whole world's in revolt at the minute. Everywhere you look, there's fucking chaos. But batshit crazy, like fucking Absolutely Barcelona. There's riots in Barcelona every Catalonia. night. Yeah, the uh-huh. Catalonians fucking gone off. Like this, <coughs> we're fucking mental, man. We're, we're literally how this country hasn't turned into full-on warfare to be yet fair, is beyond me. Not yet, but I'm sure it's not far behind. Can you remember it's, the London riots? I don't uh, think that sort of shit's coming not, not far behind. Far away, it just it? needs that one trigger mm-hmm. to, to go. Something that, like, something that ignite the spark. Oh, it just, sometimes it just oh, takes one tiny thing. Takes it's like one a, match to burn a thousand trees. Oh, it, well, today, a million people marched through London for a... Mm-hmm fucking referendum and nothing's happened it wasn't even on the news no one give a fuck it's because it's not it doesn't fit the narrative Liam it doesn't it doesn't fit the narrative so you've got a million people marching against Brexit must be Brexit. all Protestants all <laughs> of them Protestants just marching about them proddies prods the uh, you've got a million people marching and not a word said about it why is that because it doesn't fit the narrative of the person who controls what you see. Crazy, isn't it? Because the person who controls what you see, obviously, financially would benefit from being out of the EU somehow. Probably just by printing more propaganda. I don't know. We were heavily we're living rem- crazy we, times, mate. We were heavily remained, but now I think we're just going to really give a shit. Nobody cares anymore. Nobody I mean, cares. I, care. I mean, you are, you do care because. I care because I become Working jobless. Up. I become fucking jobless on a leave, uh, and I become jobless with seven thousand other people, uh, and then a good luck finding a fucking job. I mean, what? What? How would I get a job? Mate. Right against the people who I'd be going up against. How would I get Mate. a job? You got fucking knee chance. I've got I'll tell you chance. what. You you need a gun. You need to retrain in some shit. Cause I tell you what. I don't know how you. You've got your job where you are. You're winging it. Ah, uh, every single day. You're winging it. Everything. <laughs> every single day. I don't like to talk about my job, right? <laughs> and I won't. I won't ever openly talk about what I do. But if you know what I do, there are fuck. Oh I've well, maybe you don't. I've seen your matrix screen. That's weird. <laughs> I've got a fairly significant role. But like, uh, I don't know how. <laughs> I've got a fairly significant role. And now, I thought my only purpose was to be the people's champion, me. And there was was there only a, there was only a couple of people who'd done your role. Yeah. And now there's only you. No, just me. And that's why you haven't to work from this weird dock thing that yeah, you've got yeah. going on. Now I work from home. <laughs> now I've got the comfort of working from my own home. Jesus Christ. Weird times, Weird times. <laughs> You're literally holding the whole of the North <laughs> East together. <laughs> if you fuck up, <laughs> everyone fucks up. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Well, it's a funny old game, like. Funny old game. 
But I suppose, like on on a CV, that would look fucking amazing. But but like, what what companies around here would small, I go to? Small cogs, like a little cog mm. in a in a infinite machine. If one of them cogs fucks up, shit goes down. Mm-hmm. Crazy, isn't it? I've said this. I've said you know if I get hit by a bus tomorrow, have you give any thought to what the next steps would be? Not for me, because the next steps would either be I'm dead or I'm in serious fucking recovery for a while after getting hit by a bus. Uh, hey, mate. You never know. You fucking never know. You well, literally yeah. never know. <laughs> well, well, I, I, do, I, I know. You're I'm never going to get hit by a bus. Unless a bus... You don't go on bus routes. <laughs> unless a bus seriously goes off course. <laughs> Manages to pick up enough steam where it ploughs through several houses before it a, gets to mine. Not a chance near anywhere near, near a 16. <laughs> there's there's near where the number 15 or the number 16 are going to get me like... The number 15 stop operating in about 1992. <laughs> <laughs> I used to love the 15. Do you know what it is, right? There's two buses, right? <laughs> there's two buses synonymous with my bus journeys in Sunderland. And where well, there's three, there's the 15, there's the 16, and there's the 256. The 256 took us to school with all the Little Woods women, right? <laughs> so it was a, a, a work bus and all the kids jumped on. A work bus and all the kids jumped on because they stopped outside the school. And then there's the two buses that took us home. It was the 15 or the 16. Why They followed pretty much the same route. Why I preferred the 15 is that it stopped probably two physical minutes closer to my house than the 16 did. That's bad, that is. The 15 stopped sometimes, right outside the shop. The 16 stopped round the corner. Here's one for you. Sometimes <laughs> we'd wait, we'd let the 16 go and get the 15 because... <laughs> <laughs> Even though it was five or ten minutes behind, because of the two minutes that it took off your journey, uh, I didn't like getting off the bus like two minutes around the corner. That's I'd rather wait ten and just get off at the shop. All that. For, uh, so the 15- remember running, remember running for the bus, running for the bus. Yeah, I tell you what, it is it is a fucking little ditty for you. As a younger man, probably in year seven, right? So by this time, I'll paint a picture for you. Year 7 old franchise was a lot different to the old franchise that stands before you now. Year 7 old franchise hadn't grew to 6 foot 1 at this point, so he was still a very small boy. Uh, year 7 franchise, mum used to call it puppy fat. Right? Oh, it weren't puppy fat, this was full on obesity. Dog. <laughs> this was childhood obesity, right? <laughs> this was the. We're flirting with the early onset of diabetes. At this point, right? But no. My mum said it was put with fat, so I'd be fine. <clears throat> no. So, I remember walking down to the bus stop with uh, the brother of your brother-in-law, right? Right. So, you're, obviously, your brother-in-law's got, like, a clan of them, right? So, I was walking down the bus stop. Your brother-in-law was further ahead. Yeah. And I was walking a bit further behind with his older brother. And his older brother would have been, like, a... Almost like a, a, a friend come babysitter come. He'd been there since I'd been yeah, born, yeah, essentially. Yeah. Right? Lovely bloke, love him to death. He, me and him were walking at the back, and then at the bottom of the bank, the bus just drove past. Right? So it was like, shit, we need to run for the bus now. So your brother-in-law and his mate took off, being teenagers, quite fit and athletic at this point, ran and sprinted up and over a hill. Right? Jesus. <laughs> I thought, uh, I'm going to follow suit... Instead of just waiting with the older <laughs> brother and getting the bus he got, I just took off sprinting up this hill. Now, for the first 30 seconds, I thought I was in the last of the Mohicans, Liam. <laughs> I, <would've... laughs> I had my bag like draped across my shoulders. I was like, and then in my head, I was running up this hill. And in my head, I was. I was like, yes, yes, I'm running! <laughs> I was like, I'd never run before. Halfway up the hill. And then the childhood obesity kicked in. So I was sweating profusely. I was. Br- you know, when you do them breaths, that hurt. <laughs> Where it feels like your lungs are on fire. Short. <laughs> Short breaths. I didn't get halfway up the hill. By the time I got to the top of the hill, I could sort of see in the distance that your brother-in-law and his mate had got to the bus stop, which was half a mile away, because that road's half a mile long. Yeah. Got to that bus stop, got on the bus, and then I watched a bus drive away. <laughs> so here I am, a quarter of a mile away from the bus stop, at the top of a hill, sweating, nearly being sick. <laughs> just fucking... 
<laughs> and I turned around and the older brother nowhere in sight because he'd walk a different way to get another bus so I was like what the fuck am I going to do now stuck so year seven how do you get year you... seven at the top of a hill right <laughs> miles away from school miles away from school a good five to ten minutes away from home and I was like well obviously plan is starting to cry that that, <laughs> that that fixes a lot of problems so I started to bawl my eyes out at the top of this hill uh, and then began the run home <laughs> oh my god <laughs> to try and catch me mum because she hadn't left for work yet so then it was oh like right life. run home but this time the turned into like a <laughs> just trying to run fat sweating crying like screaming crying to the point where <laughs> I, I literally like I've been stabbed <laughs> <laughs> and I did manage to make it home, right, before my mum left for work. And then when she opened the door, she's like, what the hell's happened? So I'm drenched. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking drenched, crying my eyes out. What's the matter? What's the matter? I just missed the bus. <laughs> <laughs> that was my life as a year seven. So hard, man, that run. It was, it was On a, a morning, when you, you're getting there and the bus just goes past and you're like, look at each other and go, are you going to run? Because there was like a terminus. <laughs> so the the bus kind of went round a little way and then came back down. You had time. You had time to run up and over and get there. But fuck my life. First thing in the morning, you've just opened your eyes on your way to school and you just think, shit, man. Bet. Nah. If you really wanted to risk it, you'd go through the park. Uh, that was the fuck. other road. If you go through the park, that's it was about a two-mile run. It was flat, so that had that added benefit. You weren't going uphill, Jesus. but the distance you had to cover was far greater. I think when we got to like year 10, 11, we kind of just got there. If the bus went past, looked at each other, went, "Oh well, we're going home. <laughs> we're going back to yours." We had that instant. <laughs> Fuck that! I'm not going to school. I'm just the bus. Do you remember? Do you remember the truancy years? Oh, the, I remember them well. The truancy years will be. There was that one day where we missed the bus, and it was like, "Fuck it, fuck, fuck this, this. Fuck, fuck school, fuck this school life." The lessons I've got a day are utter dog shit. I don't want to be in it. Let's turn around and go home. This was just a, a angsty teenage rant, and then somebody just went, "Well, is your mind?" And I was like, "No." They go key. Obviously, I'm like 15. <laughs> I'm, I'm allowed to key to me on those. We should just come back here. Was I alright then? So that one day we ended up going back, and then there was like three of us. We truanted for a day, and it was like, "Hey, this is actually fucking mint." This just no one off. Back to school the next day. You you uh, you don't want to be too 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 silly. No. And then uh, that uh, it was like that chasing the dragon one. Forging note. I mean. I've got better handwriting than me ma, so it's it easy. Was, it was fucking easy to forge off for me. Every note I ever took into school was because me dad had prided himself that he'd bought a personal computer. So everything that had to be done was done on the personal computer, and he'd had a folder saved of letters he'd wrote to school uh. for dear sir or whatever. And then it was either Paul or Emma, my sister, are not in school today because of, and then there was a different file for each reason, illness, dentist, doctors, any of them. So I would just turn the computer on, go through, find the letter that I wanted, print it off, forgy signature, did <laughs> in the next day. Now it was different because obviously that's all they'd ever know. Oh no, mine was handwritten on the on a fucking envelope or something. <laughs> <laughs> just an envelope or a fucking crusty little middle bit, like a fucking just ripped off the bottom of a bingo pad, like. <laughs> and then like that one day of Trowenton spiralled into like probably six months of uh, just ever more elaborate letters day. being fucking I started writing my own could, letters from me dad at that point I used to just I wasn't even asked by the end I think me like form tutor knew I'd go in and I like he was like where were you yesterday and be like well I wasn't he was I and then he'd just be like, you know what? I didn't even. Get, I, I don't need this. this. I didn't get paid enough for this shit. You leave school in six months. I'm He's like, I'm done with Sit down, <laughs> shut up. Was like, I haven't set out. <laughs> 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 Fucking dick. 
Okay. But it got kind of dangerous, like, because obviously we trumpeted as the three of us, and then it started to grow. The truancy club no, started this, to grow. This so is it was what like, it was. We had a few. We had the, another couple of lads, like a, a couple of the lads who's going to be here tonight. Actually, we're having a lads' night tonight. Just uh, get all the lads some beers, maybe get a Domino's in, and just see what happens. But uh, there's another couple of lads who turned up. Obviously, audio engineer, nice guy Johnny, and filterless funny man Carl William Ansom. Uh, and then Granty the Australian they're all going to be there tonight but they were three members of the Truancy Club and it was like they, two of them Johnny and Carl didn't even go to our school and we were just like well what are you going to school for? Like, well, <laughs> Johnny's mum was a teacher in Johnny's his own school <laughs> Johnny's mum taught at his school so it's like well I, I find it really hard to be truant when my mum's like a teacher they could just go and ask her and he still did it the fuck he still did it the ballsy little cunt and he still did it and then by the end of it, there was me, you, Bill, Johnny, Carl, Granty, me sister, me sister's three mates. <laughs> Essentially, it was like the fucking Sandlot. <laughs> it was like the Sandlot kids. <laughs> from fucking nine o'clock till five o'clock. It was like, right, everybody go home now. My mum's coming back from work. Fucking hell. It was fucking absolutely That's mental. like mental times. <clears throat> Dolling crazy. off. Dolling off. The only one time that I ever got caught and I... Which was my own fault because we dolled off one day, and I think if you're off three days in a row, you'd get a letter home and there'd be some like shit to go down. Right. Where now, nowadays, there's an app and the, the school will text you if your kid's off or whatever. Um, so I was off, we dolled off one day, and I'd, and I'd went in the next day or something. It's some of that one, and then I was off the next day. I was actually really poorly, and I had had the flu or some shit. And uh, yeah, so my mum got a letter saying you were you were off for two days. Well, what's up? Yeah, I thought you were off for one. I was like, oh, it must be a mistake. I was only off for one. And then she rang the school and was like, oh, no, Aye. you were definitely off for two days. I was like, shit. All that sneaking around. All that fucking sneaking. I don't think I ever got caught like. Oh, I got caught. It was fucking brutal. Like I didn't obviously, get the first thing you do, run your room, lock your door, cry, get angry. <laughs> Dad, I come in, kick something. <laughs> Just let that teenage angst flow. Oh, God, I was angry. Fucking great times, good great, times, great times. Indeed. I tell you what, like fucking, I think kids we should doll off one day. We should all doll pull off from work. Pull a city. We'll get Bill. Pull a city. Get, get Bill to pull a city. Granted, the Australians we'll back one now. Drink, we'll start drinking cider at like fucking ten o'clock in the morning. I'm like, I, I don't know if I'd go as far as cider. I'll definitely have a few Elvis juices, I'll and then I don't have to worry at five o'clock. My ma's not going to come home. Then were the days like, so uh, well apparently there's like, there's like a, a statistic. There's a day, there's a there's a, an actual day, and I'm sure it's in February, where statistically it's got the highest sickness record of any day because that's the day that is the one day of the year where a lot of people are going I'm not fucking doing this today fuck like it, and they just ring in sick at work they're not sick they just don't want to fucking go in there is times like in there fucking hell why is it but yeah crazy days crazy days Liam are we gonna uh, are we gonna commit to getting back to the weeklies now. Have you got anything coming up? Are you going no, to more no. fucking holders? Not a lot coming up. No. Just uh, fucking Christmas, innit? Christmas coming up. No. Got them Christmas parties, but that's not till December, like. Yeah. Don't you sound? That I'm not Christmas parties. Nah, the last time I went, it was fucking shod. Shodness. <laughs> nah, I love me on Christmas party. Let's have a Christmas. Let's do a Christmas party. Should we have a happy accident Christmas party? Yeah, get the boys out, get get all the beers, the, and get, any, some, get, get some of the local beautiful bastards. Hi. Because I know we are a, a global podcast for some reason. But uh, yes. get some of the local. I mean, even if you're not local and you want to travel. Let's have a fucking Christmas party. Let's start it now. Let's do it. But, like, what if we book a room or something? Nah, we'll just have a meeting place and we'll be like, right, this is what it is. This is where we're going. We're going to have a couple of crafties and then we're going to get fucked up get fucked up and just see what happens for bants for absolute bants hey mate if you want to do it I mean I've had there's been worse drunken ideas on this podcast that we've had to live through and now I'm still like I'm 40 for 40 I've got 80 tomorrow and I'm like and it's Sunday and I'm like oh do I do 80 do I do 40 on the morning 40 on the (laughs) afternoon 
Like, I mean, what am I doing? It is getting easier now. Like, I can do 40, oh, 40 squats. 100%. Squats are fine. Yeah. Press-ups, fine. Still struggle with the abs because I do them on a bench with a weight. I, but... I, uh, I'm squats, I can do 40. I clocked myself yesterday. And bear in mind, that was after chest day. I clocked myself and I did 30 push-ups. And then I clapped off the belt. Off the belt. And I thought, that's pretty impressive. If my chest wasn't sore and fatigued anyway... Like, tomorrow, I might try and do 40. I did 40 sit-ups off the bounce. I might try and go for the full 40 of everything in a one tomorrow, like. If you don't know what one about, go back a couple of episodes and then get mucked in. We're doing 40 for 40. 40 for 40. For 40, 40, 40. Push-ups, 40 sit-ups, 40 squats, And the feedback, there's, a, there's a, quite a few people I've spoke to in person, <laughs> like... I don't know what goes on on the old medias, but uh, um, I'm the in, per- medias in person, people are saying like, "Oh, we're doing it," and mm. I'm like, "Fucking hell, class! This is it's good. the same. It's the Even same if on you the can't medias. do it, just try, give it a go. It it gives you a boost, and yeah, you. It's not, it's not a massive amount, is it? Like it's enough what, considering, like it's enough. Yeah, it's enough. We do it before a workout, so it's. I'm not going to say that... I'm not going to lay claim that 40 for 40 has done this change for us, but in the last week, I dropped £3. Right? I'd got... I'd got... Like, I'd, I'd let myself go, and it was my own fault. I, you can't just live your life as a 35-year-old eating cake every day. You can't. You can, but you've got to pay the price. You know what I mean? And I was paying the price. <laughs> but I've... <laughs> back at the gym, got me diet back in check, been doing 40 for 40 I lost 3 pound in a week Easy. I don't do no cardio at the gym I'm not running that shit off I walked 27 miles in 2 days in Prague but like I don't know if walk and burns calories I don't you're know shitting yourself to a shadow I was actually nah, I didn't get around that story did I no but if you started I'm going to piss all over this computer well you can go and have a piss if you want I'm going to piss I'll uh, regale the beautiful bastards and so obviously it's now that I was in Prague the deal was live like a Prague one so eat and drink like a Pragwan. So I was out and I was like, right, what what are Pragwans eat? So Pragwans eat these, it was probably 10 o'clock in the morning, Pragwans eat these delicious, sort of like a baked good. It's almost like, uh, I don't know how you describe it, like a pretzel dough, right? Wrapped around a conical object and then roasted over an open fire. And it's like a cone, it becomes a cone. And then they fill it full of goodness, like chocolate, fresh fruits, not like Prague ones don't have like a like a local fruit. I don't I don't think because all I saw was like strawberries. Actually, the because it was these weird yellow berries things. They look like they look like something on a bush that you get told not to eat when you're a kid. But there was them everywhere. So I was eating that, and then I ate uh, some fucking meats, some just straight meats. You know what I mean? Straight meats are weird. Like, for me, straight meat are weird. So I was eating straight meat. And then there was this big pan on a straight stall. And it was a mixture of potatoes, bacon, and cabbage. I thought, well, if it's good enough for the Pragwans, good enough for me. Ate a fucking tray of that. What else did I eat? I ate something else. I ate something else. Pragwanian. They eat a lot of steak tartare over there. But I just didn't... I wasn't feeling it. Because like, they were using it like beef paste. Like... Like spreading it on bread like beef paste, and I was like, "It's just uncooked meat at this point." I was just, uh, I was just telling them, Liam. I was just telling them about the steak tartare. Was they, <laughs> they were laying it on thick, like a like a beef paste, like a sandwich paste, and I was like, "Nah, man, it's I, I'm alright if you get a little like a medium cooked steak. Just didn't put raw uh, minced meat and use it as a spread like your animals. So I, I, I missed that one." But I was drinking all them Prague beers, them good Prague beers. And then that night at around 1 o'clock in the morning, I woke up with a horrendous pain in my stomach. Uh, and then I spent four hours on the toilet uh, with me head in a bucket. I weren't being sick, but you know when you're on the verge of being sick. So I had the, you know, the inner bin. you got a fancy metal bin, but in the metal bin there's a smaller plastic bin. I had the smaller plastic bin, I had my head in that thing and it's going to come up. And that had just, just bucketing it out of me arse like it was <laughs> Naewon's business. And I thought, well, this is what you get for living like a Pragwan. 
Like, this isn't IBS. IBS comes with a certain consistency. This was pure, like, pure acid slash water. Bucketing. This is not Bucketing out of me, like, nobody's business name. I was like, I didn't walk half of 27 miles in this day to be sitting here at 1 o'clock in the morning this ill. Four hours like that. And then it just stopped. I put the bin back inside the bin. There's you. Can you... You, you did say you had lost three pounds in the last I week. lost three pounds. Right? There you go. <laughs> but one thing I didn't attribute it to was uh, potentially drinking the Pragwanian water. And I specifically asked the Pragwan who was in the reception at the hotel when she was asking us loads of questions about, have you got your passport? And I was like, look, before I gave me your passport, is your water safe to drink here? <laughs> and she was like, yes, 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 yes. So I was drinking the water. I didn't know if the water was actually What safe were you drinking? There. Why? Why? I wouldn't risk that. I don't know why I'm I did not it. really that bothered. I wouldn't. I don't know why I did it, but I did it. The price of a bottle of water. I know. Tell you what, that soap in there, bloody great. Tom, soap in your toilet. It's Tom Ford soap, mate. Oh, well, there you go. That's oh, that's the kind of person you're dealing with, here. I've got Tom Ford soap in my bathroom. Well, is it because you got guests? No, no. Well, <laughs> get the fancy soap out get it quick, quickly, quick, quickly. Quick, quick. <laughs> No, no, it's uh, it's well used. You can't even say the Tom Ford anymore. I got it out pre guests. Nice, nice. It's actually, actually you bought us it as a gift because I had the other bar of Tom Ford. <laughs> I had the other bar of Tom Ford soap, yes, which you knew about, and then oh you bought my us, God, you yes. bought us a replacement bar of Tom Ford soap. Bloody hell, did so that uh, that <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Fuck! I can't believe I didn't keep that one. All right, nice, really nice, really <laughs> nice smelling soap. Shall we wrap it up? Yeah, let's uh, wrap This it up has been the end of the episode. Uh, chapter 2, episode 1. And, uh, episode 1, 3, 9. And it's actually episode 139. If, uh, if you've enjoyed what's happened to do be a doll and uh, jump on over at Apple Podcasts. Leave us one of them five-star reviews. What, what am I supposed to say when we wrap this up? Because we've been consistently inconsistent and I've forgot my lines. Uh, our podcast be nice to each other be nice to each other I social mean, networks we're on, all, we're on all of them you can find us on all of them testing times at the minute it's October and there's a lot of terrible things going on in the world so just try and be nice to each other mm. and if you're not nice you're, you've just been you've been a dick you've been a dick it's no, if you're not nice there might be a reason for it you know what I mean it might be all the conditions in the no mm. bullshit nah nah um, Bullshit. People having terrible times out there. Just be be nice to each other. I, I, I second that. Shall we wrap? Liam, let's fucking get downstairs and drink more beer, eh? Yeah, let's do that. I've heard the front door go a couple of times, so I think uh, I'm honestly surprised if if the the lads have turned up, they didn't just barge in and just fucking interrupt. Like, I was yeah. fully expecting just people to barge no. in and just hijack the podcast. Unless they've started drinking already, we're out of Prob- downstairs. Probably have. It's only my house, you know what I mean? Do what you want, lads. It's probably my beer. <laughs> It's probably my fucking vodka on call. Boys and girls, until next time. Draft, draft. Laters.